Hello and welcome. Pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and today we'll be discussing a semi-recent suspense film and its sequel. The original film gained a lot of buzz for being actually creepy and bringing fresh life to the horror genre. Sadly, the sequel did not favor as well with the reviews. I'm referring to 2012 Sinister and its sequel, 2015's Sinister 2. Catchy title that second one has just mm, oozing with charisma. Anyways, <laughs> Sinister stars, or the original one at least, stars Ethan Hawke as a true crime writer who has moved his family to be closer to where the crime took place in order to better compose his next novel. It's not about the atmosphere and being able to actually study the area is supposed to help. Eh. Shortly after moving to the new area, strange incidents start to occur involving Hawk and his family. The closer Hawk comes to finding more about this murder and actually possibly solving it, the more danger intensifies. I do not want to go into more detail as I found this movie particularly creepy and really I love the twist ending. Well, I won't say twist, but I love the ending. So I don't want to spoil this one. So this is going to be one of the few spoiler-free reviews I do, though I do recommend checking this out. Though I will make no promises for the blog post comments, being spoiler-free, you've been warned. Now the sequel, Sinister 2, this picks up a short while after the original events of the first film. We now have Detective So-and-So. Seriously, that's his name in the first movie. That's his name in the second. We can't even give him a name. He is investigating further into what Hawk was in the first movie. This time, however, the movie, instead of focusing on just one critical instance, it's focusing on the backstory. What's happened over the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years that's led to these events? I found this movie actually a really good gem as well. I don't want to spoil it. I do will say, though, this one plays a little bit more less creepy and more suspenseful, but still really engaging. In both films, I did find a lot of good. I love how the creators used music and the absence of music or sound even to really tell the story. It became another character and helped to suck me in and keep me engaged. This is something that's definitely missing from some other films, so I did find this a nice change of pace. There was even a few jumps. Uh, one, ugh, I can't talk. <laughs> One negative aspect was the amount of jump scares in both films. While I'm not a big fan of jump scares, these were timed so the majority fit with the story, and I may have jumped once or twice. The real shining star, though, in both films was the mythology that was created. Yes, there was a real-life inspiration with some pagan religions. However, creating a good mythology and creating rules for the mythology to follow and then sticking to those rules is something that I really like. There will be one small spoiler here and that is there are some supernatural elements in the films. However, the creation of the myth mixed with the supernatural elements, mixed with the acting and the sound really helped to sell this movie.
Now, that was the good part. My main criticism, however, with the films, it goes back to those jump scares. I don't really think that is something that they needed. It, it, and really, honestly, if that's my only criticism, you can't be doing that bad. <laughs> so overall, I would definitely recommend Sinister and Sinister 2 for an in-home movie night. They may not give you nightmares, but definitely a few shivers. If you watch this at home alone and you are the freak, have to get freaked out, you may want to invite a friend over. <laughs> That's what Tinder's for. I'm joking. So now, I want to know, have you seen this movie? If so, what did you think? Leave me a comment in the blog post at nonoms.net and let's start a discussion here. If you haven't seen these movies, what are some other movies that you found really engaging that you think are changing the horror genre? I look forward to reading your comments. Oh, and before anyone goes, just in case you need something to wash away those spooky nightmares, Audible is offering listeners of Saturday Morning Pajamas a free 30-day trial. This will include a free audiobook of your choosing, and there's over 180,000 titles, so there's got to be something good, right? I know I've personally found quite a few books that I like on there, and I enjoy listening to these when I go to the gym. It helps on the treadmill when it's Demi staring at the clock going, How can I still have 25 more minutes? The books help. Just to, um, there's a link on the nonoms.net at the bottom. As well, you can just visit audibletrial.com slash smp, and you'll be taken to where you can get that free trial. Until next time, we will see you in our Saturday morning pajamas.